0: Listeners out there, it's Scary Jay, back for another week of the SBM Scary Hours. (laughs) Last week, we talked about horror through the errors. Talking about the horror genre through the decades, from 1950 all the way to present day, and how it's ever expanding, and will continue to expand for many decades to come. Very scary. But now, it's the second week. Your sophisticated black man, he's still not back. And he won't be for a while. (laughs) But I promise to make sure that I will keep you all entertained while I'm still here. So, you're probably wondering, what is that weird Mr. Scary J gonna be talking about this week Well, all my kiddos out there This week we're tackling urban legends and myths Yes Urban legends and myths Everybody's heard that old saying You heard it from somebody who heard it from somebody who heard it from someone else Yes typically how most urban legends start and my oh my do they get scary this thing with urban legends you see they're nothing new urban legends have been around for many many years it's often referred to by folklorists as contemporary legends And there are fictional stories that claim to be true. (laughs) For instance, the Candyman. That's right. If you say the Candyman's name three times in a mirror, he appears. An interesting folklore in and of itself, but a folklore nonetheless. If I were you, I wouldn't do that tonight. Or, same Bloody Mary. Five times. Yes. Two of those, some of the scariest urban legends. Or how about Slender Man? Everybody knows about Slender Man. <laughs> Trust me, you want to find out about Slender Man. So, myths and legends from throughout history often contain an underlying warning about a potential danger to avoid. The person telling these unique stories about everyday life claim it really happened to a friend of a friend, or the story came from a reliable but unnamed print source. Historically, these myths and legends were spread by word of mouth as oral stories, and not the good kind. With the advancement of the printing press, however, they often deceived a wider audience. Today, urban legends, conspiracy theories, and even fake news circulate even more freely, often gaining credibility with the phrase, I saw it on the internet. But again, urban legends have been around for many years, starting with The ancient and medieval world. While many ancient and medieval urban legends are lost because they were never recorded in writing, some tales survive. For example, Aesop's Fables. If you were a young person like Mr. J was at one point, you remember reading that good old classic book full of folk tales, urban legends, and myths. Aesop's Fables was recorded in Greek between the 7th and 6th century BC. Even though talking animals and plants were the main characters of most of the stories, the short stories transmitted moral messages and warnings applicable to everyday life. The highly circulated legends from Greek mythology also remain some of the most famous and culturally impactful ancient tales. Those such as the gods on Mount Olympus. Such incredible incredible acts of myths or not myths if of course you're acclimated with Greek culture an ancient Roman urban legend claiming a flexible and unbreakable glass had been invented during the reign of Tiberius which was from 1437 AD according to the story the inventor presented this wonderful product to Tiberius. The emperor destroyed it and had the maker executed. Moral of the story: Beware of intentions that may threaten the economy. Pliny the Elder expressed his doubts about this myth when he noted this story, however, was for a long time more widely spread than well authenticated. Fables were medieval stories, similar to modern urban legends circulated by traveling entertainers in the middle ages. Most were comic or satiric stories that warned the listener about foolish peasants, greedy clergy, deceitful wives, quacks, and other tricksters. An especially popular medieval legend with ancient origins was the land of Cockayne, a peasant's utopia where the weather was always good food and clothing were plentiful and everyone was free from work and following the rules. Yuck. Sounds like a terrible, terrible example for a dystopian future. (laughs) Can't imagine. (laughs) Many of the surviving recorded stories about this land of plenty actually warn against laziness and other sinful behaviors. While urban legends continued to circulate by word of mouth, the printing press spread these true tales to a wider audience over longer periods of time. In Charles Dickens' The Pickwick Papers, one of the characters, Sam Weller, warns the reader about the ingredients in meat pies, popular fast foods of the era. Weller claimed his story was true because he lived in the house of a pie maker who made his me pies from cats seasoned to taste like beef or mutton. Delicious. This old story warning about the ingredients of restaurant food is very similar to modern urban legends about rats, cats, dogs or other pets being served up as beef, chicken or pork at a local restaurant. I know there are some of you out there that have done that before. Usually you would make fun of a certain culture to say that they chop cats up in their kitchen and serve them knowing full well that's not the case in the 1970s rumors of people placing razor blades needs and poison halloween treats were widely believed but untrue By the 1980s, reports of these rumors in newspapers caused communities to offer X-rays of Halloween treats. Documenting the stories in print often made them more credible. Yet, research of reported incidents over 27 years demonstrated that these Halloween sadist reports were unverifiable or hoaxes. Now, for the favorite part, it's modern day urban legends, it's the internet. Slenderman, anyone? Urban legends and myths and fake news have gained a new life through email, the internet and social media. Like the historical examples, the stories may be weird, entertaining or frightening, but they still carry warnings about dangers, real and perceived, in a confusing world. The stories reinforce existing beliefs about apparent threats. For example, stories about restaurants serving food containing dogs, rats, and cats are often about establishments selling foreign foods or that employ immigrants. These rumors appeal to those who fear immigration or change to their culture. Oh, how dastardly. Fake news, urban legends, and conspiracy theories are growing quickly on the internet with the spread of COVID-19. Well, that is, in and of itself, a very scary thing. If you know somebody that's had COVID-19 before, is currently going through it, that's probably the most scariest thing to deal with right now. Because, ever-changing disease, not knowing what could happen next, very real fears came cause us to fall for incredible stories, especially if those stories align with current suspicions or beliefs. Despite what you might read what you might read, the flu vaccine does not cause you to catch COVID-19, and Americans are not being tested against their will and locked up in quarantine sites. But widely circulating stories claim that these rumors are true. Again most of urban legends are not true. But, there is one section of urban legends that a lot of people don't talk about. And for those of you darning, this is not going to be a very long episode just because the first one was very long. The second one, well, it's just a little hold me over for you guys until next week when we talk a little bit more, but, there's also urban legends and gaming, yes, the realm of gaming has its own urban legends, my oh my, is it spooky, oh, and for that, I'm gonna go over them, yes, of course, a few of them. first thing a text adventure exposed to california murder pale luna is an enigmatic text based adventure game in the vein of sork and the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yes a very very funny movie it's also highly in- it's also nigh impenetrable your quest begins innocently well, enough you are in a dark room moonlight shines through the window there's some gold a shovel and some rope nearby, along with a door to the east. If this was your typical adventure game, you'd probably have to escape the room using an eccentric combination of gold and shovels, but Pale Luna is hardly typical. Attempting to use the shovel results, in not now, while using the rope gives you an ominous you've already used that. Between gradually, players head east into the woods, where they endlessly cycle between the four cardinal directions. Your only companion is Pale Luna, whose message whose message repeats. Pale Luna smiles wide. After a great deal of trial and error, one player managed to solve this maze and received a l- set of longitude and latitude coordinates for his trouble. But when he traveled to that point located in northern california pale luna's sinister intentions were revealed Mm, scary times next one in terms of gaming fallout 3 predicts the future this urban legend revolves around the in-game radio in fallout 3 which apparently predicts the future if you kill the host of Galaxy News Radio and then destroy Raven Rock, GNR begins to transmit heavily coded transmissions. These transmissions featured three dogs sadly reading off numbers before tapping off some Morse code. Mm, yes. First, it predicts the time and date of Gary Coleman's death. Then it rattles off the following gems: The Queen has died today. The world mourns as on days like these we're all Brits 402 March 19 2014 I can't believe Britney's actually won an Oscar 2133 February 27 2023 I can't believe they've actually done it not long left they were warned but they just had to keep pushing the boundaries of the of science the noise I can't take the noise anymore and the light dear god the universe is slowly unraveling around us. I'm not going to wait for death. I have pistol in the app. Perhaps disappointingly, but very happily on the other hand, it turned out to be a hoax because clearly March 19th, 2014 has passed and HM the Queen is still with us. Still, it was a fun story and the later ones are chilling. I mean, imagine Britney winning an Oscar. Yes, imagine Britney winning an Oscar. Mm, if you've ever heard of Hero Brian, for my Minecraft players out there, Minecraft is being haunted by Hero Brian. Minecraft's massive community have cooked up dozens of urban legends. None, however. As popular or weird as the existence of Hero Brian, the creepy, eyeless version of Minecraft's protagonist. There are different theories surrounding Hero Brian, defining him as a virus, a glitch, or a manifestation of Notch's dead brother who travels around single player games building small tunnels and pyramids. One of his first appearances was in a live stream where players saw him in the middle of a lava field. His stream crashed and redirected viewers to a picture of Hero Brian. The page's source read, It has been reported that some victims of torture during the act will retreat into a fantasy world from which they could not wake up. In this catatonic state, the victim lived in a world just like their normal one, except they weren't being tortured. The only way that they realized they needed to wake up was a note they found in their fantasy world. It would tell them about their condition and tell them to wake up. Even then, it would often take months until they were ready to discard their fantasy world. And please ma- wake up. Oh, scary. Scary times. Another one. As you can tell, this episode was turning into urban legends and gaming more than urban legends. But the premise remains the same. Arcade Cabinet Polybus was a government test. The year was supposedly 1981. Polybus appeared in a few arcades around Portland, Oregon. The Tempest-like game was said to be extremely entertaining and highly addictive, causing lines of people waiting to play, and occasional fights over who got to play next. Since it was a rural area in Oregon, and arcade games were kind of the new thing, this wouldn't seem all that crazy or unbelievable. But the Polybus legend doesn't end there. Men in black suits were hanging around areas with Polybus machines. And they occasionally, occasionally collect some sort of data from them. Even weirder is that players were said to suffer from a suit of medical problems after playing the game. Ranging from amnesia to insomnia to suicide some reported that the game featured subliminal messages alluding to the idea that it was some sort of government test since then there hasn't been a single cabinet of polybus found and while some have said they worked on the game and others have attempted to recreate it no one has been able to prove it even existed Squall dies midway through Final Fantasy 6, for those of you that ever played Final Fantasy 6. Of all the games in the series, Final Fantasy 6 carries with it the most absurdly disturbing urban legend. This one revolves around an event that takes place at the end of Disc 1, where Squall's team fights Adina on a par- par- parade float after the battle. Adina fires an ice shred through Squall's chest, causing the emotional hero to take a tumble off the platform. Many believe that it's here that Squall dies. There's even an entire website devoted to the theory, and that the rest of the game is his near-death dream as he plummets to the ground. After being impaled, he wakes up in a prison, shocked shocked by his lack of wound, but it is never addressed again for the rest of the game. Things go from mildly realistic to silly and nonsensical. Squall is thrown into a world-saving mission full of moon creatures and powerful fantasies. Even weirder is the final boss battle, which sure looks like someone slowly dying. We see flashes of scenes from earlier in the game, blurred images of his love interests, and eventually a random shot of Squall with a giant hole where his face should be. Check please. <laughs> Everybody remembers Squall. And then finally, to wrap up this week's episode, yes, Scary Jay has said this is a shorter episode. Ben drowned, and this Majora's Mask copy is haunted with the line, "You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you?" <laughs> no urban legend received as many votes as Ben drowned the actual story following the tale of a haunted Majora's mass cartridge is extremely long and I don't have time to explain it all but I'll give you an abridged version to wrap up this week's episode a kid bought a cheap A kid bought a beat up copy of Majora's Mask from a strange old man at a yard sale and was told it belonged to a child that didn't live there anymore. He put the game in saw the first slot was named Ben. He made his Link in spot 2 and played, but the NPCs would randomly refer to him, still, as Ben. He deleted the first slot and the game freaked the hell out. What followed was an unbelievably creepy tale of a haunting several long descriptions and YouTube videos showing the game freaking out and telling him you shouldn't have done that and your turn this story has everything a creepy statue an awful story about a drowned child dozens of pages of text and enough scary nonsense to send you into a coma wake up Yes, urban legends, been around for many years. Some are scarier than others. Some may actually be true. Like Slenderman, Bloody Mary, and Candyman. That, my fellow friendly listeners, is going to be this week's episode of the sbm scary hours i've been your wonderful host for the past two weeks and for maybe more scary j i realized that this was a shorter episode than last week's but it was for a good reason because there's more stuff to get into after this week so stay tuned. For this for this episode's release tomorrow around the same time, 5 p.m. And then stay tuned for next week's episode. <laughs>